0: Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out.
1: On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller.
2: Fewer Virginia schools
0: are fully accredited now compared to a few years ago.
1: Metro's latest thinking on a root cause of railcar problems. I'm John Aaron.
0: The state greenlights a plan to get mobile sports betting up and running quickly in Maryland. I'm Sarah Jacobs. It's midnight on WTOP.
3: This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance.
4: I'm Tom Foley in Washington. It is something of a nationwide trend, again, swatting false reports of mass shootings in schools. There have been recent cases of them in California and in Louisiana and in Minnesota. KEYC TV's Megan Gray. could have been a diversion tactic for somebody else, you know, calling something on one side of town and now you have all the resources on one side of town and maybe there's a robbery on the other side of town. You just don't know.
5: Blue Earth County Attorney Pat McDermott says there are serious consequences for making false reports and deploying valuable resources.
4: The- court can order restitution for the officer's
2: time.
4: As President Biden promises, quick federal help for Puerto Rico, which needs a lot of it. The storm that caused major damage there, Hurricane Fiona remains very strong as it nears Bermuda. Here's weather channel forecaster Chris Warren. Watching and waiting in Bermuda for a
0: category four hurricane, Hurricane Fiona going to get very close. And as the storm does move off to the north, it is possible this could be
3: a historic storm for Canada.
4: And turning to the war in Ukraine, More strong words about it at the United Nations from the U.S. Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken. One man chose this war,
2: one man can end it. Because if Russia stops fighting, the war ends. If Ukraine stops fighting...
1: Ukraine ends.
4: And other news from abroad, at least nine people have been reported killed in clashes between protesters and security forces in Iran. This in growing protest over the death of a young woman in Morality Police custody for allegedly violating its strictly enforced dress code. Back here in Mississippi, there have been courtroom developments in a huge public corruption
0: case. John Davis, the former director of Mississippi's welfare agency, has pleaded guilty to federal and state charges in a conspiracy to misspend tens of millions of dollars. The money was intended to help needy families in one of the nation's poorest states. The scandal has raised questions about retired NFL quarterback and Mississippi native Brett Favre and former Republican Mississippi Governor Phil Bryant. Jim Crisula, CBS News.
4: And there's an unusual economic story from the Defense Department reported by correspondent Steve Dorsey in
0: Washington. The Pentagon says it will lower the prices of groceries at commissaries on military bases and installations. One recent survey found one in six military families don't have reliable access to affordable, nutritious food. And also on the Food
4: Watch, so to speak, a new challenge involving organic food convincing enough farmers to produce organics to meet increasing demand, even with its higher prices. Wall Street's funk continues apace. Asian financial markets is still in tune with that, as are major U.S. market futures. Dow futures down 37. This is CBS News.
6: How should you plan for when your home becomes too small? Or when the next one gets too big? At Sandy Spring Bank, we're here to help create personalized solutions for financing your home loan. Whether it's a new home or refinance, renovation or addition, fixer-upper or new build. Banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your mortgage. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash mortgage. Mortgage home equity and other credit products
0: offered by Sandy Spring Bank, equal housing lender. WTOP at 1203. Friday morning September 23rd 2022 clear chilly breezy this overnight early morning by daybreak on Friday 40s and 50s for the low 62 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early Friday morning ride. Topping the local stories we are looking at for you as we head into this day together. Congressional efforts to avoid that government shutdown are getting more complicated by the day, with growing opposition this morning to a deal involving a key senator. WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller, Friday
1: morning. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin has had an agreement with Democratic leadership that his energy bill, which also fast-tracks a pipeline in his state, will be voted on. But Republicans oppose it. And Virginia Democratic Senator Tim Kaine, who supports most of the legislation, now says he opposes the pipeline provision. That could make things tricky, since if it's tacked onto a short-term spending bill to avoid a shutdown, it might not pass. Still, Kaine believes the matter will be worked out before the October 1st deadline. The White House will not allow it. Senator Schumer won't allow it. Speaker Pelosi will not allow it. We're not going to shut down government over a pipeline project. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. WTOP News time 1204.
0: New this morning, Friday on WTOP, 89% of Virginia schools earned full accreditation for the 2022-2023 school year, down just 3% from the 2019-2020 school year when the COVID pandemic actually began. Now, such a small drop may sound like a good thing this morning, but State Superintendent Jillian Bello says it's actually not. In a statement, Ballow says the ratings call into question the effectiveness of the state's overall accreditation standards because overall students are doing significantly worse, she says, on standards of learning tests in reading, math, and science now compared to three years ago. We will review the accreditation status of Northern Virginia schools and bring you more later on this story. Keep your dial right where it is, 103.5 FM, WTOP.com, and of course on the WTOP app. We've got you covered. Transportation issues this early Friday morning. Metro says it is committed to returning to service more of those troubled 7,000 series rail cars, but it still doesn't know what caused the wheel set issues that sideline much of its fleet for a time.
1: We may never know why wheels on rail cars were drifting too far apart. The problem is complex and there's no obvious root cause
5: at this time. And so the investigation, there's a real risk that we might not find a root
1: cause. But Metro Deputy Chief Safety Officer Jamie Johnson says no non-conforming wheels have been identified during what he calls their robust inspections. Meanwhile, Metro leaders authorized negotiations for a sale of up to 40 acres at the Greenbelt Metro Station if the site is selected for a new FBI headquarters. Board member Matt Letourneau. And I'll
6: emphasize, should that site be selected, this is not an indication that the site has been selected.
1: John Aaron WTOP News. WTOP at 1206. Now that sports
0: wagering is legal locally in Maryland, there's a big appetite for mobile betting these days. And the people in charge of approving the licenses have apparently come up with a way now to speed things along
5: a bit. We all know that that the public is clamoring to get sports betting. We get comments about why hasn't it launched yet every day.
0: Well, they're going to have to wait until at least next month. The deadline for mobile sportsbook license applications is October 21st. The commission that awards the licenses has agreed to award them on a rolling basis, as long as they don't exceed the limit of 60. James Nielsen with the Maryland Lottery and Gaming Control Agency.
5: If we don't get 60 applications, anyone that submits a timely and acceptable application may be awarded a license.
0: Applicants already licensed for in-person betting could move along more quickly in the process than an applicant starting from scratch, preventing a bottleneck.
5: One applicant could hold up the entire industry from starting.
0: Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. WCLP at 1207, an update on traffic
3: and weather a minute away. Join the United States Air Force Band as they celebrate the 75th birthday of the U.S. Air Force underneath the spires of the Air Force Memorial in Arlington, Virginia. Saturday, September 24th at 7 p.m., this event will feature the concert band and singing sergeants in an evening of patriotic favorites. This performance is free and open to the public. For more information about this concert and upcoming events, visit musicafmil band. That's music.af.mil slash USAF band.
0: You're with WTOP 19 Lane diamonds direct's incredible five years zero interest financing is
5: happening now
0: this weekend you can spread your payments over five years on the exclusive michael m collection directly from los angeles offering breathtaking handcrafted engagement rings and wedding bands with european style sophistication and classic elegance see the entire michael m bridal collection this friday and saturday and take advantage of five years zero interest financing unapproved credit only at diamonds direct your love our passion it's Friday, September 23rd. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us for the time. Now is 12.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Good weather on the 8th and it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford with this this Friday morning to the WTOP Traffic Center.
3: I'm not entirely sold, but I'll play along for the moment. On 66 in Virginia, we got some new work that is set up after Nutley Street heading toward the Capitol Beltway. Eastbounders down to a single lane. Westbounders already were down to a single left lane before and after Nutley Street. That should carry you to 123. And then some more work farther afield after Route 50, heading toward. The Fairfax County Parkway, and that's a single lane to get by as well, I believe. On the eastbound side, watch for additional work as you leave Gainesville. After exit 43 for Route 29, two to the left getting by the ramp at the Prince William Parkway. Exit 44, that is blocked by the work. More work afield after 29. Centerville heading toward the Fairfax County Parkway. That should be a left lane to get by. Inside the Beltway, watch for cones near Route 7, Leesburg Pike, exit 66. That will be a left lane to get by. On the Capitol Beltway, the big ticket item this morning will be the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. They are doing maintenance openings. They've already done one. We're expecting another one in about five minutes time or so have not gotten that don't see the flashing lights just yet but they are supposed to make another opening on the Woodrow Wilson Bridge at about 12 15 this morning and that will bring both the inner and the outer loop to a stop between Alexandria and Oxon Hill factor that into your driving calculus and more of those closures scheduled in the wee hours of Friday morning additionally inner loop after eisenhower avenue two to the right getting by after Chainbridge road the Interloop, it's two to the left to get by and then after georgetown pike all the way to the legion bridge that also two left lanes getting by your work zone in maryland is going to be on the capitol beltway it's the interloop work after 355 all the way to georgia avenue with two left lanes getting by Caller says the interloop ramp to go south on colesville road exit 30 for route 29 that is blocked by work Visit FitzMall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit FitzMall.com today. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic.
5: Get ready for a cool start to the day on your Friday. Temperatures in the low 50s in the city, upper 40s in some of the suburbs. High temperatures only in the mid-60s. Going for a high of 68 in the city, but much more uh, cool weather to come. Well below average temperatures, even with sunshine on our Friday. Rather breezy, too, so good idea to take the jacket Friday. Friday night into Saturday morning, very chilly. Temperatures only in the low to mid-40s in the coldest suburbs. High temperatures, though, rebounding into the low 70s on Saturday. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron.
0: 62 in Hyattsville, 59 Fredericksburg, Virginia. 64 in Eastern Maryland, midnight hour. Friday morning, September 23rd, we're at 62 and holding. At our nation's capital, this midnight check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate.
3: The Invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com.
0: The very latest in just moments, the Midnight Hour, Friday morning on WTOP, stick around. Hey, it's
3: Jack Taylor. You've heard me talking about the new standard in five-star senior living coming to Gaithersburg, the Carnegie at Washingtonian Center. They're inviting you to join them at the Lakewood Country Club Ballroom in Rockville on September 29th for a free author presentation, book signing, and luncheon featuring Steve Gillen, New York Times best-selling author of The Pact, Bill Clinton, Newt Gingrich, and the rivalry that defined a generation. And America's reluctant prince, the life of John F. Kennedy Jr. Space is limited. Be sure to register today at lifeofthecarnegie.com. This is WTOP News.
0: WTOP at 1212. Good Friday morning, September 23rd. Glad you're with us at 103.5 FM, WTOP.com, and of course, on the WTOP app to Ukraine. This morning, the U.S. making its case to the U.N. This week, the Security Council for why Russia should face further censure and isolation over the Ukraine invasion. Meantime, Ukraine and Russia have this week completed a prisoner swap after months of negotiations. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with details on that swap.
6: This was a swap that sent essentially more than 200 Ukrainians home and also gave Vladimir Putin one of his Principal allies, back Viktor Medvedchuk, one of the most prominent people. He was released, uh, one of the most prominent people in, in Putin's circle. He was released, and he had acted as the Kremlin's primary agent of influence in Ukraine for many years. And when he ended up in Ukrainian custody, Putin was very angry about that, and so they finally arranged this swap, a lot of the troops that had been uh, caught in the Azovstal you know, steel plant down in Mariupol. Uh, and spent a long time now down there were released back into ukrainian custody
0: shifting now to the speech at the u.n from president biden and to vladimir putin's announcement that he would be mobilizing more troops to ukraine what has been the reaction to all this
6: i spoke with pentagon spokesman general pat Ryder, and he said our focus continues to remain on supporting ukraine with security assistance as they defend their country and you know he said putin talked. About threats to Russia but the only country he said is being threatened is Ukraine and you know I talked to some other sources as well and they talked about Putin's threat the nuclear threat well the thing about this is that there are two types of things here there is a possible nuclear uh, full-blown traditional nuclear ICBM type threat or a tactical nuclear threat and the difference is a full-blown nuclear Traditional attack would be very harmful, very difficult for anybody to deal with, Uh, and the tactical attack would be very localized. But either way, according to the sources I've spoken to, throwing that out there escalates this to a new level. And the U.S. military is very much aware of that, and they're very much prepared to do whatever is necessary to meet the threat, to help, rather, Ukraine meet this threat.
0: J.J., you know, talking about possibly using nuclear weapons is so big. It crosses such a red line. Is there real fear at the Pentagon that Putin would actually do it?
6: No, they don't think that he would do it just based on the folks that I spoke to. And again, that whole piece about whether it's a tactical nuclear weapon or a real full-scale nuclear weapon you know, that's kind of the thinking. And this has been out there for a while. I've spoken to people from other governments about this. There is a strong possibility that the Russian government might detonate a tactical nuke somewhere like the Black Sea or some some desolate place where, no, where nobody is. Just to say we did this and, and if you keep pushing us, we're going to do something bigger. And the whole thing is they just don't want to incur the kind of collateral damage to themselves that they would incur by using a nuclear weapon. So the Pentagon doesn't think, to my knowledge, they will do this. But the other part of the problem, again, is that they've escalated this situation by, again, introducing the, the possibility of using nuclear weapons. So the, the Pentagon and every other military agency or an organization in the world has to take this seriously and watch very carefully what Russia is doing here.
0: With the latest on the war between Russia and Ukraine, WTOP's own national security correspondent JJ Green and a conversation with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Pink, red. Friday morning, midnight hour, sports time indeed. Our first midnight check with Rob.
1: Thursday night football was a clunker at multiple levels. Virginia Tech fell hard to West Virginia, 33-10, a game in which the Hokies had more penalties, 15, than points or even first downs, and fall to 2-2. Two and two. NFL Week 3 opened with the Cleveland Browns, 29-17 win over the rival Pittsburgh Steelers to move into first place in the AFC North. But Steelers rookie George Pickens at the catch of the year in defeat. The Washington Commanders have a heck of a challenge when they host Jalen Hurts in the top-ranked Philadelphia Eagles offense, but Dave Preston says in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle... So
5: the Philly defense is nothing special, and after two weeks, you look at the numbers... Best thing they do, I guess, defensive passing efficiency, they're number three. They don't put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. They only have three sacks. So there will be opportunities for Washington to put points
1: on the board. We discuss whether the commander's defense can be fixed in season and whether Carson Wentz is a better option than Jimmy G. In this week's D.C. Sports Huddle on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcast. the Capitals open training camp with a roster T.J. Oshie kind of likes. You always
5: miss the guys that are gone and the guys that aren't here, but sometimes when you get four or five new faces, it kind of feels a little fresh after not having the success that we've wanted to have for a couple
1: years in a row. The Caps' first exhibition game is Sunday at Capital One Arena. The Nationals were off, but the Orioles blanked the Astros with only a two-run single by Rugnet Odor, while Kyle Bradish struck out 10. He was one out shy of his first complete game shutout. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following this midnight hour
0: on T.O.P. We're a week away from a government shutdown deadline. A bill for a West Virginia pipeline could put a funding deal at risk if it's attached to the main package. Special master overseeing the Mar-a-Lago documents investigation has more demands for former President Trump's lawyers. The judge now asking them to support their accusations the FBI may have planted evidence at the property during their search. And with inflation hitting us especially hard at the supermarket, the Pentagon is now taking steps to help service members buy affordable groceries. The DOD lowering prices at the commissaries. Stay with WTLP for more of these developing stories in just minutes. Friday morning, September 23rd, where the time now is 1218. Good morning. <laughs> Traffic and weather on the 8th, Ian Crawford's with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. And
3: the Beltway is at a stop again, Dino, at the Woodrow Wilson Bridge, inner and outer loop. The drawbridge is open, the gates are down, they were almost right on time at 12.15. It can last 15 to 20 minutes or so, expect delays as you try to make your way on the outer loop or the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway between Oxon Hill and Alexandria because nothing is moving right now at the Woodrow Wilson Bridge except for the bridge decks themselves as they are wide open. On the rest of the Beltway in Virginia, inner loop after Eisenhower Avenue, it's going to be a two left lanes getting by as you head toward Van Dorn Street. Further work on the inner loop is going to be through Tyson's. It's going to be after 123 heading for the Dulles Toll Road. That'll be two to the left to get by. And then after Georgetown Pike and all the way to the Legion Bridge, the inner loop down to two left lanes again as you make your way into Maryland. On 95... 95- No reported delays as far south as Fredericksburg, but we do have some delays northbound as you approach Fredericksburg from the south, the work zone right before Spotsylvania and Route 1, exit 126. It's a single left lane to get by with delays. 395, watch for work near Edsel Road. That's supposed to be over on the right side. 66, oh, now there's some fun. Westbounders before and after Nutley Street, a left lane getting by. And then we have further delays after exit 57 for Route 50. That may be a single lane to get by as well. Eastbounders after 29 Gainesville, two left lanes get by the work, and that's complicated by the Ramp at the Prince William Parkway being closed for this same work zone. After 29 Centerville, it's going to be a left lane to get by the work. And then as you approach the Capitol Beltway after Nutley Street, you'll be down to a single lane again as you head for exit 64. On the Maryland side on the Beltway, the interloop work after 355 all the way to Georgia Avenue with a left lane, two left lanes getting by. The ramp from the interloop to Hill Road Southbound, exit 30 for Route 29. That is blocked by work. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic.
5: Fall is here and it's going to feel like it for the next couple of days. First off, your Friday morning, starting off with temperatures in the upper 40s to low 50s. As we move on through the afternoon, highs only in the mid 60s, and that coming with rather breezy conditions. So you may need the jackets during the day. Friday night, if you've got plans, maybe even Friday night football, take the coats for sure. You're talking about temperatures in the 40s and 50s, and that's going to be the case early on Saturday morning. A very chilly start. Highs, though, in the afternoon around 74. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron.
0: 59 in Ruston, 62 Bethesda, Woodbridge, and in our nation's capital. This Midnight Check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. New Look Home check them out. Good morning. Welcome to WTOP. It's 1221 with Dean Lane on WTOP. At Papa John's, when you start
6: with better ingredients, you just naturally get lots of other menu items that are, well, better. Like delicious papadillas, cheese sticks, chicken poppers, garlic knots, double chocolate chip brownies, plus more. Now you can choose from lots of delectable items on our Papa Pairings menu for just $6.99 each when you get two or more. Just $6.99 each. That's better ingredients. Better pizza,
3: better prices. Papa John's. This is WTOP News.
0: And Friday morning, September 23rd. Welcome in this midnight hour to WTOP. 1222 to be exact. Glad you're with us. I'd
6: like
0: to buy. With. Summer travel for millions of American airline passengers was a nightmare this year due to unprecedented delays and cancellations, consumer advocates say they want something done about this. This morning, consumer man Herb Weissbaum... I A contributing editor at checkbook.org tells us how bad things were and what's being proposed right now. The airline industry
2: simply wasn't prepared for the increased summer demand and took way too long to respond once that became obvious. On the worst days, up to 7% of all domestic flights were canceled, according to FlightAware. Here are the latest numbers from the Department of Transportation. The 10 largest domestic airlines canceled 3.1% of their flights in June. That's 18,500 flights. By comparison, in June of 2019 that's pre pandemic those same carriers canceled two point one percent or fourteen thousand seven hundred flights american airlines topped the list canceling four point four percent of its flights in june delta canceled three point nine percent united canceled three point five percent so as a result of all this disruption the dot was inundated with complaints five thousand eight hundred complaints in june that's up thirty five percent from may In August, a frustrated transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg, sent a letter to airline executives and he told them the level of disruption was, quote, unacceptable. Now, the airlines tried to blame bad weather and air traffic control problems, which were sometimes a factor, but in most cases, consumer advocates say flights were canceled because of staffing issues that the airlines knew about in advance. Just before Labor Day, DOT unveiled its interactive flight dashboard to make it easier for passengers to find out what the airlines would do for them when there's a cancellation or a delay. How is that going? Well, the airline customer service dashboard, which launched on September the 2nd, shows what the 10 major U.S airlines and the regional operating partners say they will do for passengers if possible when a delay or cancellation is the airlines fall. This would include issues such as maintenance, equipment, or crew problems. Disruptions due to bad weather or air traffic control problems are not considered to be the airline's responsibility, so they're not required to do anything for you when that happens. In your checkbook story, Herb, you summarized what the carriers said they would do. What are the highlights there? 9 airlines, all but Allegiant, say they will give passengers meals or meal vouchers, not just snacks, when passengers have to wait more than 3 hours. All 10 airlines say they will rebook passengers at no cost on other flights when original flights are canceled or there are significant delays. 5 airlines, American, Delta, Hawaiian, JetBlue and United, say they will try to rebook stranded passengers following cancellations with other partner airlines at no additional cost. But remember, when the planes are full at peak travel times, like the upcoming fall and winter holidays, there may not be many seats available for rebooking, and you could be stranded for several days at the airport, as happened this summer. From your reporting, consumer advocates do not seem to be satisfied with the Department of Transportation's response. No, not at all. One called the dashboard, quote, lipstick on a pig. Because in most cases, what you'll find on the dashboard are customer service commitments for customers who request relief. They're not required by any federal rule or regulation. Only Delta has included its customer service guarantees in its contract of carriage. That's the legal agreement between the airline and the ticket holder.
0: Consumer man Herb Weissbounds, a contributing editor at Checkbook.org, talking with our Dimitri Sotis. Read more and click away at our website, Search Airport. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com the time now was 12:25 Money News we bring you each half hour at 25 and 55
5: New jobless claims rose by 5,000 to an overall total of 213,000 for the week ending September 10th the number of people already collecting unemployment benefits fell to 1.38 million Thursday's new figures are still near a 50-year low. Well, Thursday on Wall Street, the Dow dropped triple digits once again, falling 107. The S&P 500 was off 31, and the NASDAQ fell 153. Steve Dresner, WTOP News.
0: Overseas this morning, the Asian stock market, the Nikkei, is down by 159 points this hour. Shanghai off 34. The Hang Seng is down 154 points. WTOP at 1226. Forward Thinking Government, sponsored by Maximus. Marianne Monroe, Senior Director of Federal CX Strategy at Maximus, says implementing modern customer experience capabilities, human-centered design, and artificial intelligence
5: are critical to helping employees do their best work. We still need the people on the front lines. They keep-
4: This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online,